Welcome everyone to the Nerd Journey Podcast, episode number 100, Milestone Podcast number. We're joining you every week to talk IT career progression and bring you the advice we wish we'd been given earlier in our careers. I'm your host, John White, at BJourneyman on Twitter, joined by my co-host, Nick Cordy, at NetworkNerd underscore. Hey, Nick, how's it going? Hey, John. I'm just happy that we're completing the Hot 100 today. That's right. I'm excited. We are both pre-sales technical engineers with backgrounds in IT operations. We hope our career discussions will be vendor neutral, relevant across disciplines, and remain timeless. If you're enjoying our content, please drop us a positive review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you subscribe. And if you want to get in touch with us, tweet or DM at Nerd Journey. Ultimately, we're just two nerds on a journey. A journey to virtual enlightenment. So let's take a trip. Awesome, Nick. Hey, so with episode 100, I think we kind of decided that we wanted to do like kind of something akin to what we would do in a bonus episode, not necessarily talk about um, career stuff, uh, although we will reflect a little bit on that. But we wanted to kind of do a little bit of navel gazing, look back over the past 100 episodes, which I assume neither of us thought we'd ever get to, and uh, kind of, you know, pull some stats, uh, see what worked and what didn't. And maybe the thing to do is start out at the beginning, right? Like, how did this entire thing get started? Do you remember? It was a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away is how I remember it starting. It's been about three years, a little bit over three years, right? Closer to four? It no. was it was the weekend before I started my job at VMware, which would have been like November, December 2017. And you send me this message, hey, we should start a podcast. And I, I'm going, a podcast? Eh? <laughs> I'm about to start a new job. That's the last thing I need to do. Let's do something new on top of that. <laughs> so John gave me homework before my first day on a new job. <laughs> And so I want to say the original thesis was kind of following you through your joining VMware and what it was like to come from like a small and medium sized business over to one, an IT vendor and two, like a pretty large company, a fortune 500 company. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I was sitting here going, man, can I do this? Can I be on a podcast? What would we talk about? <laughs> right right i i remember it was kind of a big deal just because at the time you were pretty i don't know if, if, if stressed was the word or anxious was the word about coming to vmware and you wanted to know what to expect like the first couple of days and and you know i think you were still concerned about being like pretty salesy instead of being close to the technology and losing your IT chops, I think is how you described it. Yep. So I think we were still talking through that at, at the time. Yeah, we were. I mean, I was definitely pretty excited. Don't get me wrong. I love the job. I think it's been fantastic. It's been three years now, mm -hmm. interestingly enough. So yeah, you have those first day jitters. You've, you know, you hadn't worked for a vendor before, hadn't worked in a pre-sales technical role like this before so of course there's some some natural anxiety appreciate you talking me through that <laughs> well i just thought that it was a good topic for a podcast yeah i think it was probably a small topic for a few episodes of a podcast <laughs> probably not just follow follow nick along as he learns what it's like to work at vmware is probably not a good like overall topic for a podcast but this is the the germ of an idea and what made you want to start a podcast, John? I remember you had done the VMware Roundtable Communities podcast as a co-host for a little while, right? Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, I really love doing that podcast and I still listen to it. Um, they still do the Color of the Bay Report, um, which uh, was some nonsense that I pioneered. <laughs> and how <laughs> much I'm... have you made in royalties on that? Oh, man, I am rolling in the virtual colors i don't nothing zero zero uh zero actual dollars yeah i i i signed over the rights to color of the bay tm uh tm tm nope no i didn't trademarked trademarked now 
now I have to be paid. No. So yeah. And you know, I loved it as a medium and it was awesome and it was exciting. And I, of course had listened to podcasts, you know, for, for years and years before that and had thought about ways in which, you know, I could improve my like VMware social put footprint at the time. Um, you know, I had a blog. I wasn't a good regular blogger. So, um, you know, I'd had success before at Spiceworks, just like engaging in conversations with people over topics. So I was just kind of looking around and looking for a way to kind of do that again, you know, in whatever way possible. So looking for a topic and it seemed like this was a good one. You know, coming to v you're coming to VMware was kind of reminding me of my transition away from being an IT practitioner, you know, small, medium sized business IT practitioner. And I was just thinking, you know, over time, you know, it kind of evolved into that being our topic, right? Like, hey, those are the people that are out there that sometimes feel trapped that don't have a way out, you know, or think that they don't have a way out or don't know the way out. And, you know, we've taken, you know, some of the ways out of that. So maybe we, that's what we should be talking about. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, hopefully in our now 100 episodes, for those who listen, there's been something, at least one thing that's been helpful to you, if not more, yeah. many more. Yeah. We were going to talk about some things I want to say, like originally, didn't we talk about like, like solution engineer tools that you might need? Yeah. That kind of thing. We also thought we were going to do technology news and opinions. Oh, right. About VMware. Um, yeah. Just, just industry to... in general. Yeah. Tech industry. I don't think that we've necessarily shied away from that, but we've just shied away from it, except from like a career point of view. Right. So I think that those are, there's always room there because it's a pretty large universe and there's a large diverse, you know, group of viewpoints and opinions and social circles, technical social circles. So, you know, if you're thinking about getting into podcasting as a way to increase your social media footprint i would highly encourage it i don't i don't know about you nick but um i found it to be extremely rewarding we've gotten to talk to people that i think that we probably would not have been able to talk to outside of the podcast agreed and even even inside of the conversations with the people we've talked to we've generally asked someone to come on the show because we want a specific experience from them or storyline we thought they had that somebody else did not and every single time we learn three or four just amazing nuggets from their experiences during their career that we had no idea had happened and just turned into to gold on the air yeah, yeah and i think that that's the been the thing that I've really enjoyed is that as you talk to people or as we talk to each other it's like you uncover this stuff right you uncover experiences um, as you get to know somebody that you didn't know that they had or that, you know, points of view that you didn't know that they had, those kinds of things. I think we've become like closer colleagues and friends um, just on collaborating on this thing over time. So that's been really rewarding as well. Um, and uh, yeah, so just again, to reiterate, if if you're thinking about getting to, you know, increasing your social media footprint, if podcasting is one way that you want to go, I would encourage it if if you're more comfortable in the written word and not having your voice heard, um, then, you know, do that if that's what you prefer. And how many how many podcasts did you think we would actually get to in the beginning, John? Wasn't it just a season or let's start with a season, let's start with 10 shows or 12 shows? I, I you know, I had started attending a podcasting meetup. Right, actually a couple and they all describe this thing where it's like if you get to 20 then you're probably okay and then if you get to 100 then you're probably gonna do do okay but there's like these two like 
fading, you know, pod fade is what they described as like, oh, I just kind of fade away, you know. Um, and those were the two areas. So we've, we've burst through both of those areas. So I guess we're going to do okay. Or we can just fade away on our own schedule. That's right. <laughs> when we decide it's time. Nobody tells me when I can fade away. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody puts John White in a corner. <laughs> All right. You want to move on? Yes. All right. So it's statistics time. And it's actually quiz time for John. So we're going to do this live. And we're going to see how good John is. What I want you to try to do, John, is give me the top five to ten episodes that you think we had okay based on number of downloads all right um and i'm gonna tell you if you're right after you after you announce to the world so i would say my first guess would be like a category and i don't know exactly which one this would be but we had some managers on to talk about making the transition to becoming a manager um, and that was uh, Charlie Nickel, Brad Pinkston, Brad Tompkins, Paul Green, like all of those people in various, you know, leaderships from, you know, frontline manager to director to executive director to CIO. So I'm guessing like one of my guesses is, is going to be one of those conversations somewhere in there. And then I think the rest, all of my guesses have to do with specific um, guests that we had on, um, you know, they're dynamic guests, but they were also dynamic guests who had like large so social media footprints. So, um, Mark, uh, Mike Burkhart, uh, Josh Fidel, Cody Darkland, Yadim Porter de Leon, Ethan Banks, Al Rashid. Like I would say that's kind of my other guess. Okay. Okay. Pretty good. Pretty good. Let's, let's see how you did. So I'm going to do it and count down style okay so number 10 at 191 episodes is imposter syndrome anxiety and effective listening with cody de arkland ah, so you, bullseye bullseye number nine tied for number well actually tied for number eight effective remote work practices episode 69 oh seriously mm -hmm. that was at uh, a time when every single podcast was doing how to work remote and it I, had 192 downloads I, I thought that, you know, we were also, I think, a week late in, in that, you know, everybody that I, every, I listened to a podcast from every single podcast that I listened to about that topic the week before we released ours. Like we would recorded it. It was just in the pipeline and wow. Well, okay. All right. And we just, we just rode the hype wave on that one. Okay. All right. So also we'll tied. I just like new, new tactic is just listen to what everybody else is doing and then release like something on that the week after. I like it. it sounds okay. That sounds effective. All it's right. all about the stats, remember? Just just copy what everybody else is doing. Yeah. 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 Also tied for number eight at 192 downloads, episode 42, Ethan Banks and the Journey to Career Self-Awareness. All right. So I, I think that's I got another, That's another yeah. good one. Yeah. Number seven at 194 downloads, Managing Online Communities and Career Path Part 2 with Nick Tolstoshev, Episode 63. Nick Tolstoshev, how could I have forgotten that? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Uh, going up the list, one, two, three, four, four, number six, excuse me. At 201 downloads, your position has been eliminated with Mike Burkhart, Episode 65. Boom. Boom. Number five, 210 downloads, episode 45, Career Conversations with Your Manager. Oh. Oh. Uh, I, how could I have not thought about that one? Yeah. That one, I remember, took off pretty well as soon as it released. I don't know if just the right person promoted it, but it seemed to catch fire. Mm -hmm. Number four, 216 downloads is episode 67, three-month check-in as a Google Cloud customer engineer with John White, part two. Oh, really? Yeah. Number three, 220 downloads. Your position has been eliminated with Mike Burkhart, episode 64. All right. Number two, 
225 Downloads, When Life Disrupts Your Work-Life Balance, Episode 68. Number one episode at 272 downloads. Whoa. Significant, significantly more than number two. Mm-hmm. Would be three months check-in as a Google Cloud Customer Engineer with John White, Part 1, Episode 66. Oh, seriously? Wow. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's all we should talk about from now on is my maybe job. So. Maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe <laughs> so. Wow. So, what do you think is the episode number, episode with the lowest number, so the earliest episode in the top 15? Ooh. Okay, earliest episode that made it into the top 15. Mm-hmm. Um I'm going to go with Generalist Specialist Divide. Oh, that was actually a, a good, that's a good selection, but it was actually episode one. Oh, really? Oh, One, okay. 183 downloads, finished in 12th place, career advancement in Nick's first week at VMware. Got it. Okay. Pretty crazy. That is crazy. So, fun, fun statistics. Now, um, let's try another one, John. How many cups of coffee did I consume while podcasting over the course of these 100 episodes? Okay, 100 episodes. I'm going to go with a factor over one. I'm going to say like a 1.3 factor. So I'm going to say 130. I have no idea, but that's probably a solid guess. All right. All right. It's probably solid. Now, if you do the math, we have actually released, not including this episode, 100 11 episodes so that is 10 bonus episodes mm-hmm. right um there was one episode number that had an a and a b do you remember what it was Ooh, no i do remember why though is because i think we had already recorded the next number and so we needed to, like uh something like 16 a and b something like that it was 18 A and B. Ah, uh, okay. And the guest was Joseph Griffiths. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. Total of 16,470 downloads across the board. Average of 148 downloads per episode, which isn't bad. I mean, we're not we're not in it for the stats, but the stats are are really interesting. The episode with the lowest number of downloads was at 94, and that was our bonus 2 episode about being thankful ah okay so not evergreen content guess not (laughs) we didn't ride the hype wave on that one why why you should be thankful in 2018 (laughs) people didn't (laughs) revisit that (laughs) during uh, listening to why you should be thankful during american thanksgiving 2018 people haven't gone back and that, that hasn't blown up there's no long tail on that yeah okay you know all right. All right. That was fascinating. I, I have to say that um, we had talked about maybe doing underrated episodes, and some of those were actually on my what I assumed would be underrated. So I'm glad to hear that um, things like, you know, balancing life against work, I think that was episode 68, was actually in the top 10, top 15 mm-hmm. when I thought it would be um, uh, underrated. Good yeah, the 60s was a great series for us. Oh, Many really? of those in the top 10. Okay. One of my underrateds, I thought I thought that the Amy Hervey episodes, 60 and 61, were quite good from a self-promotion standpoint, getting into mm. blogging. I really enjoyed the series we did on unexpected career opportunities. Ah, yeah, right. That was a five-part series, 53 through 57. Of course, the Dreaming in Bands episode, episode 19. I remember the conversation we had with a friend of ours that spawned this episode. You know who you are if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that the ones that I had kind of targeted, I targeted maybe um, the series. Like, I don't think that we did a specific, like, oh, hey, here's part of our ongoing series, but. It should have been, right? Like, and that was like burnout. And we talked to Kieran Sheldon about that. That was um, I think episode forty-six or forty-seven. I don't remember which one of the the part one or part two that we focused on um 
kind of talking about like mental exhaustion and, and overcoming that. Of course, 68, balancing life against work. Um, 82, mental health and burnout. Um, but also 90 and 91, inner game of stress and health, the healthy mind platter. Like all things that kind of focused on burnout. Um, you know, the IT career is rife with it, right? And I think, um, you know, we maybe not, not up there with like, you know, healthcare right now, but, um, you know, just in kind of standard times, like there's always this demand for, you know, extra hours and, and tight deadlines and, and working understaffed. So, um, just having all those kind of, I'm, I'm glad that I was able to spend some time thinking about, you know, the episodes that we had done on burnout and there's probably more topics like a little bit earlier on that we're not individually labeled that I'll go back and find and, and put in that category as well. Yeah. It seemed to be a common theme among a lot of guests. I know Josh Fidel had a great episode in that. Yep. In that topic. Mm-hmm. I would say like two interviews that we did that I thought were really good that I thought were going to be underrated and they weren't in the top 10, you know, that only 10% can be in the top 10%. Um, John Hildebrand, um, that was 37, 38 and, uh, episode 27 where we talked to Ramsey Marjaba of, uh, we, the SEs, um, both good, uh, conversations. And then the kind of, of the career focused ones, the, uh, <laughs> it's funny. Okay. Episode 45, preparing for a career conversation with the boss, I thought was going to be underrated, but it ended up being in the top 10. Um, episode 57 on personal finance, uh, I thought was pretty good. And uh, episode 70, taking control during economic uncertainty, um, you know, timely. And then I didn't know that our career check-ins were going to be so heavily represented. So I, I put those in a separate category. Um, number one, your first week. Number 10, your seven month. 21, 22, your one year check-in. Uh, 23, 24, my three-year check-in. And then I think the 67, 66, my three-month check-in at Google Cloud, and then 98, 99, my one-year check-in. Um, we haven't done a three-year check-in for you. So there's some homework for me. I should... Uh, Probably some with... for me too. I have to know answers <laughs> to whatever you ask, right? There you go. No, it totally, uh, totally all the work is on me and you, you have to answer in the moment. Okay. But... That sounds good. <laughs> yes. Or we could prepare by you coming up with the questions and the answers, and then I just read them to you. And then I'll do show notes too. Yes. In fact, if you could record it without me, that would be great. I'll work on that. <laughs> I need to practice my John White voice so I can ask the questions properly. <laughs> awesome. Any other for you? I would put the Area of Destiny episode, episode 20 in there. I thought that was an interesting idea. And then I would probably put the Jimmy Tasson interviews, especially, you know, managing the Minecraft community and using that to get a different job. That was just a neat kind of off-the-wall story that we had not heard before. Right, right. Yeah, that was a really, really cool one. I think it was we had some really good conversations and it's really tough to say that any of them like kind of stood out as like, you know, um, my favorites, I would say like my favorites have been consistently biased towards the ones that we've done most recently, just because it's easier to remember the fun parts of those conversations. But then as I look back on all of these, I remember how much fun we had talking to each of these people and, you know, how good each of those conversations, like, you know, that we've gotten out of every single one of these. Like, I feel like every single one of these conversations has helped me in my career, you know? Same. Yeah. Every time I go back and listen to one of these, I just go, wow, I didn't catch that the first time. Wow, that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the guest, the only guest who had three episodes Ooh. as as their interview yeah okay because that was more recent um that was had to be paul green no no that was actually the lord of the pings josh fidel oh it was josh fidel really wow okay yeah we're 
we're either just long-winded or really bad at interviewing, but we tend to have two two episodes per person just because it's a great conversation. <laughs> yeah. Those, I mean, all good conversations. Had yes. To, had to say. Some of these folks we could have talked to all night and we we would have looked up and not realized the whole night had gone by. Yeah, very true. Very true. We should have uh, Josh Fidel on again. Go. He he was just great to hear from. Actually, looking back at this list, I was like, you know, over the next next hundred episodes, we could just talk to each of these people again. Each of them had such interesting things to say. Or we could fill it with a list of a hundred new people or fifty new people that whose stories need to be told. Yeah. Kelly Schrader. That that was the that's another episode uh, conversation that I, I really enjoyed. Fifty eight and fifty nine. Yeah, okay. We could just do this for the rest of the episode. That's probably no good. Um but hopefully we, you know, if you haven't listened to our entire back catalog, we've given you some episode numbers that would be, you know, worth uh, checking in on, some names of people that we interviewed and and some of the reasons why we enjoyed talking to them. All right, Nick, maybe we could talk about just kind of reflecting on the 100 episodes that we've done. Like, what are the lessons that we've learned? If if somebody's out there thinking about getting into podcasting, um, what can we say about the process that maybe um, they would be interested in? One thing for me that comes to mind immediately is set a dedicated time each week to get together to do planning and recording. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe maybe you each prepare something offline for an episode you're going to record the next week, or you spend a certain amount of time planning before the episode, or both. But I know for us, if we're not consistently doing that each week, then we end up not hitting our release cadence like we want to. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. And uh, there's there's times when we're able to like put together content completely separately from each other. But I would say a lot of the time we actually need to be on like a phone call or Google meet or zoom or Hangout or whatever um, in order to collaborate and kind of finalize things um, if nothing else. So yep, that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, how else can we read the show word for word every time? <laughs> yeah, right. Fully scripted. <laughs> exactly. Um, I would say that the thing that jumps into my mind was the launch. Because I think we got a few episodes recorded. Um, and then it became an issue of how do we launch? And I want to say that we recorded for like the better part of like nine months before actually launching right something like november to like june yeah we started doing practices in i think it was in december 2017 and then the launch actually was while i was on vacation (laughs) which is a perfect time for me because i was freed up to work on the podcast (laughs) but it was in july 2018 was when the launch happened oh wow Okay. And we had a bunch of pre-recorded episodes, but they were really long. Mm-hmm. Like some of them were an hour and a half. And so we had to chop them up into pieces and toss some out because they didn't fit with what the mantra of the show eventually became. Right. Like they were off topic. Like I th- I remember we recorded a segment about the ins and outs of like vSAN 5.5 or something, a release there. And I was like, oh, yeah, but that's not actually, you know, one, it's not topical anymore because it's like six months old or whatever at that point. But also it's not what we're talking about just in general. It's not a career related thing. It was a little bit more like our jobs related. Right. And we had like kind of drifted away from the idea of being like a like VMware podcast because there's already several of them out there. Um, so we had kind of find, found like a slightly different 
like niche of still talking to those same people, you know, you know, VMware, you know, operators, but maybe expanding that to IT operations people in general, and then focusing a little bit more on career than on technology. Yeah. And we had these practice shows, let's call them, Mm -hmm. that were maybe three segments long. And each segment was basically enough for what we would now consider an episode. Right. And so really, we probably had 15 to 20, quote, shows in the tank by the time we started chopping them up. But as as we mentioned, we had to toss some of them because they didn't fit with the theme. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I would recommend doing it that way. Um, I think, you know, one of the lessons that we learned there was that an hour and a half is too long. Like, I, you know, going back, I, I would need to look at some of the timings on our older shows, but they probably skewed long. I think we probably still skew a little bit long for my preference. Like we're kissing an hour, like pretty regularly when I think that probably we should be in the 30 to 45 minute area. But, um, still, you know, that hour and a half was just like way over that. (laughs) We just had no way to judge how long it was going to take to talk through that. Right. Yeah, when you don't know, you really don't know. Right. We had no idea how long something might take based on an outline we had written with some details. I think now we can probably make an outline together and go, oh, yeah, that's probably something that we can riff back and forth for 40 minutes on. Right. I don't know that we've ever needed to stretch a topic. I don't think that we've gone... Oh man, we we just really didn't have much to say about that. <laughs> it always turns into more. Maybe that's part of the um, part of the being like a pre-sales technical engineer is having strong opinions that you you want to talk about. Could be. Hmm. All right. Another thing that I remembered was really the barrier to the launch became like a mental block for me. Like I had this vision of how it was going to be. Like I knew that, you know, editing and stuff wasn't going to be too much of an issue. Um, But what I was really blocked on was like the technology platform that we were going to launch on. So there's the very simple put out a WordPress site, um, create, you know, there's plugins, more than one plugin to manage, um, podcast RSS feeds. And I got kind of chased this idea down a rabbit hole of like, oh, this would be a great opportunity for me to learn about containerization and, you know, having like a, a one container for the, the, the WordPress instance and then a different container for the, the database instance and have them be independent of each other. And so we can up, upgrade them like independently of each other. And, and I was putting a lot of work into that. And then also like at a certain point, I came across the idea of having like a static, um, static website, you know, where you maybe use like WordPress as like a, um, I don't know exactly how to put it like a, a content management system, but then when you publish out, it just publishes like a flat series of files and it's supposed to be like super highly performant. Anyway, I'm falling down the same like rabbit hole, right? It's like, like none of that stuff really mattered to the podcast, the podcast in order to be published needed to like the, the least like effort platform that was going to do the like things that we needed we needed to own the domain and we we needed to own the rss feed and anything that got like the thing that got us there fastest is what really mattered yeah and when you first started editing this john because i don't really know how to edit podcasts i'll just throw that out there but when you first started editing was it extremely time consuming and difficult to know when to let it go and when to keep going on the edit? I think that some of my experience going to these podcast meetups, um, and when I say that, like they're actually like run through like meetup.com. 
um, which is not an endorsement of that platform. It just happens to be like the, the groups that I met up with were through meetup.com. Um, they, they kind of had talked through some of the ins and outs of that as like major topics of those meetings, which was, you know, the easiest thing to do is to do no editing at all, to not put in any music, to not do any transitions, to just take the raw file and then upload that. And I knew that that probably wasn't going to be what we did because we were going to make mistakes and we were going to want to retake things. And we didn't necessarily want any of that stuff in. But at the same time, I, I didn't want it to be like a 40 hour a week job to edit a one hour podcast. Right. So I think we threaded the threaded the needle pretty effectively there. You know, if I, I certainly don't go through and, and remove every single time I say, um, like that would be a nightmare because I say it a lot. I think what we try to do is to, to not say that word, right? Not say, uh, um, well, you know, what word? The, the pause words, I think is what some groups call them. But, you know, that comes with experience and just doing it over and over again and concentrate on, on being better at it, which I don't know that we necessarily do. <laughs> we spend some time thinking about it and listening to ourselves and going, Ooh, I feel like I'm just reading at this point. And then I think to myself and go, Oh, I was just reading that I need to, in order for me to sound better and be more energetic, I need to not read things out loud. So a scripted reading from a script is like probably not what we're going to be doing. Yeah. And I think we learned that lesson pretty quick and ended up making our outlines less detailed just yeah. so that we wouldn't fall into that trap. Yeah, yeah, very true. I think that we've talked to some people over the years who have asked us about starting podcasts. And what's interesting is that the technology platforms tend to be what the questions are about. Like, what microphones do you use? What, like, do you use a mixer or not? Like, how are you editing? Um, how are you doing remote uh, remote recording, those kinds of things. And like, I think that we have hopefully like the simplest versions of answers for that. You know, like we use these fairly inexpensive ATR 2100 mics. Um, I think I said at the time, there's definitely a gap between like a, like a $20 mic and a $100 mic. But the gap between a $100 mic and a $400 mic, like, wasn't enough for us to do unless it was like a critical part of our, became a critical part of our jobs. So um, let's not do it. If we get to 20 episodes, maybe we should invest $400 in mics. Well, we, you know, we've gotten past then and we still haven't. <laughs> yeah, it was minimal investment in microphone equipment. I think I ended up getting the same microphone as you, so we'd sound consistent, and it's been good enough ever since. Yeah, yeah. And then we use the Squadcast platform to record because we're in different cities. So um, Squadcast has a platform that records local sound, a local quality sound, and then uploads separate tracks later, which we then combine in Audacity. So I do all the editing in Audacity. And then we uh, we publish out uh, to WordPress using the Blueberry um, uh, podcast plugin, although we don't use Blueberry for hosting, just the, just the plugin. Um, hopefully that's enough detail, but, uh, you know, if anybody has any additional questions for some reason, it seems to, any questions seem to center around technology and not about process, which I would say over time, <laughs> like the issue has been process, not technology, right? <laughs> right. Just learning how to carry your own weight in a segment and making sure you're not filling the space with silence or filler words things of that nature, you just have to be careful and make sure that you really have enough to say about what you think you want to say. 
yeah, bringing a, a point of view or an opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, are we going to run out of ideas? Do you think? Did we? Nope. I'm oh, pretty okay. sure we won't, because right. it seems like at any point when we go, oh, I don't think we have any ideas right now. We go and look at our idea ideas page, and it's full. Mm. And then we start making this list of okay, we're going to do these in the next 10 to 15 episodes and then we get new ideas and end up put those putting those ahead of what was on the hot list already. So I don't think we're going to run out. Yeah. That said, if we, if you have a, uh, a person that has a point of view that you think that we're missing, I would, I would hope that you could tell us, um, please tell us, you know, we, we'd love to have uh, interesting points of view that we haven't thought of yet um, to, to talk about career progression. 100%. All right. Um, do you want to talk about the next 100 episodes? Yes. So hopefully we can get to, instead of 272 for the most popular episode, we can get to, say, 2,000 right? <laughs> Wait, are you talking about stats goals for downloads for the next hundred episodes? Oh, is that not what you wanted? I'm sorry. <laughs> I would be surprised if we grew two X over the next hundred episodes. I'm kidding, John. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's not about the stats. It's about, are we being helpful? Have people listened and found helpful content? Hopefully you have, if you're a listener today. For me, I really like going out and recruiting people to be on the show, mm. listening for interesting situations and stories that people can tell. Whether I meet them at work, I come across something someone who's a friend of a friend of a friend wrote on LinkedIn or Twitter and go, ah, there's a story there. I wonder if that person would be on the show. I like the different perspectives, the different stories of transition from job to job to job to job, what made someone want to make a change or go in a certain direction. And, you know, selfishly, I think we probably need more diversity on the podcast. We've only had three ladies on so far. So ladies, if you're out there, we we need more of you on the show. And we certainly want to get more female perspectives on here, too. Yeah, that would be uh, very welcome. And we should be more mindful about that. Mm -hmm. I think we actually have some ideas and some people that we've put in the queue. Um, we just need to pull the trigger, reach out to them. And that's one thing you don't realize when you're doing a podcast like this. There's the creating the content, making the show notes, doing the editing, making sure you hit your releases putting together outlines that you maybe do together and or with a guest, but also scheduling the guest, making sure that you have multiple episodes planned so that if you miss a week, you don't get too far behind it. If you don't consistently keep that tank full, then you're going to get behind and you're not going to hit your release dates. Yeah, definitely. And I think that we've been, we have our goals, but I, I don't know that I've been like extremely disappointed about missing a week just because it's not our day jobs. <laughs> but I, I mean, it is my goal, you know, to, to have something to put out every week, um, you know, something of high quality. So um, once again, call for ideas. If there's something that you want us to, to address within the, um, within the genre, you, you know, if it's, even if it's just an interesting conversation, you know, somebody who you look up to or, you just think, well, I assume that that person has had an interesting career. Like, I wonder if the Nerd Journey duo would uh, go over their career with them and, and you know, pull out some lessons learned. That would be great. Like, we, we have those ideas too, but we want your ideas as well. I have this, I've been looking around and have noticed that there's a couple other podcasts kind of in a similar genre or related genres, uh, some of whom that we've talked to before, um, but not all on the air that I think maybe it would be nice to revisit. The IT Reality podcast is out there now. They launched um, since we started. 
but has been really interesting to listen to. I think it'd be nice to have uh, those two on. Uh, the Presales Collective, um, since we are both in that presale genre, it might be interesting to talk to them about, you know, doing a podcast in the genre and, and you know, what that's like and, you know, maybe lend our point of view. Um, having Ramsey Marjava on again uh, to talk about We The SEs and how he's grown that community, uh, that would be really interesting. He has a co-host now. Um, so having the two of them on, uh, that might be really cool. And then I think somebody pointed us to the IT Career Energizer podcast, um, which seems to have like a lot of crossover with what we do. It'd be really interesting to talk to somebody else and, you know, that's specifically covering exactly what we're covering and get, again, that different point of view, how they do things, uh, so on and so forth. So that's just some like brainstorming on my part. But I also think that, you know, some of the people that we've talked to, it'd be nice to check in and see if um, they've had any other um, realizations or ideas or or um, revelations since we talked to them. Catching up with dot, dot, dot person's name here. I agree. And I, I think that there are a lot of people out there who don't know that they have a story to tell. I guarantee you, if you've changed jobs a few times, then you have stories to tell about the why, the motivations behind it, what you learned each time you did it. And all those things could help someone else that's listening to this podcast, much like it's helped John and myself. So keep that in mind as you're listening. Just like we talk about going and doing a presentation at a conference or giving a talk on something you've done, it's not really that different being part of an interview because we're not here to do some kind of gotcha interview. We're here to make you look good and highlight that content that's going to be helpful to other people. Yeah, absolutely. So even if you just want to come on and be a guest, just let us know. Self-nominate. Um, anything else, Nick, before we get out of here? I think we're starting to kiss that hour mark again. Last question, John, do you mm -hmm. have a favorite format that we've done? Whether it be with guests, without guests, the book report format, anything? I would say I'm always interested in learning about other perspectives. So the two things that I've really liked have been speaking with guests and getting their perspectives on things, finding out their life stories and their career stories, their career journeys, um, you know, things that I just didn't know about them and, you know, things that you can't tell from looking at somebody's LinkedIn. And I, I think in that same way, I enjoyed uh, discussing books with you because we both have different perspectives and takeaways and, you know, different backgrounds. So we respond to different things. So that was very, very interesting. Um, you know, but it didn't need to be like long form, like a book, even just an article that we both read and had different perspectives on. That was interesting as well. We haven't really done like the uh, career clickbait uh, segment in a while. That was no, something we that we did early on and then we just kind of walked away from. Um, but maybe we should get back into it. I, maybe I just haven't come across much of it. Uh, career clickbait articles on on uh, LinkedIn or Twitter, um, which give it time. Yeah, yeah. For those who you know ha haven't listened to our entire back catalog, um, we used to have this segment that we called career clickbait, which was an article about you know career advancement that just popped up on LinkedIn like once or maybe twice that we would click through on it and go, well, was this clickbait or not? Was it, was there any interesting, anything there that was interesting or not anything unique or not? So you wouldn't have to episode nine. That's my all time favorite. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. How to dress for an interview. The John white comment about how to dress for an interview is just fantastic. The John white rant on how to dress for an interview. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. It was one of your better soapbox moments. 
if you're trying to goad me into doing it again, I'm not going to. <laughs> All right. But the the thing that you should do is find out all the other times that you successfully goaded me into going over the rant again. That, that would be- sounds like a great stat for the next reflection episode. <laughs> In a hundred episodes, we'll we'll have that one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I wish we had tracked how many stingers. Oh yeah, I that actually think been- that I I tagged everything in WordPress um, as having a stinger or not. So mm, maybe right. I can, maybe all I can right. pull that out. 10 episodes, nerdjourney.com slash tag slash stinger. Ah. Yeah, that is interesting. It's, it's more embarrassing. Yeah, but <laughs> it's all in good fun. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay. Anything else before we get out of here? Nope. Just a reminder, we want people to subscribe and give us a positive review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. We want to know if we're being helpful and are always looking for interesting questions to ponder. We're collectively on Twitter at Nerd Journey. All right. Farewell, listeners. Tune in next time as the journey continues. I'm John White at V Journeyman for Nick Quarty at Network Nerd underscore. Signing off. Adios. Ultimately, we're just two nerds on a journey. A nerd journey? That's not what I meant to say.